0: We're going to read some verses here in Isaiah 43. Praise God. Isaiah 43 and verse number 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now skip down to verse 25. I, even I, am the Lord that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins. Praise God. Amen. What a wonderful promise from God's word. I will not remember your sins I will blot them out. I will uh, remove them, and they will not be remembered against you ever again. Praise God. I don't know about you, but I I always look forward to the new year because, um, well, uh, I, I look forward to a blank slate. I look forward to a calendar that's, for the most part... Empty and ready to be filled in for the 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 various things of uh, the new the new year Uh, Just a couple weeks ago two or three weeks ago. I got a call from Connie at Ford brothers and she they always provide us with desk calendars for all the school and church everyone that needs one and uh, so I got a call and she said uh, we have the calendars if you want to come and pick them up. How many do you need? And they just give us all that we need. And I get the, And I'm so ready to use them. Because my old calendar, it's all marked up and it's got coffee spills on it. And it's, it's ready to be done. And the new year is a clean slate. Amen. I'm glad that God is not a God of the stale or the worn out. But he is the God of of the new. Amen. He's the God of of the new. And I'm thankful for for that. I'm not not saying that we don't learn from the past or that there aren't things from the past that we can benefit from. Uh, But I do believe that as we move into 2023, that we need to believe God to do a new thing. Believe God to do a new thing in your life and ask the Lord to use you and Ask the Lord what, what can I do, Lord, just to, just to see a new thing started in my life. I was sitting in the Sunday school class this morning, and uh, Tim, uh, Carol was up, walking around taking up the offering, and I, I was, I'd been thinking, what can I do that's new, and so I decided, well, you know, I could give an extra dollar in the Sunday school offering. My, I have a. A routine. I give my little three dollars every Sunday if I have it in my pocket. That's my routine. I give my three dollars in the Sunday school offering. I graduated from the one dollar a long time ago. Wow, I got quiet on that. <laughs> but I put four dollars in the offering today. Well, it's still quiet. Do you understand what I'm saying when I say that we want to do and we want to believe God to do some new things in our life? And it requires that we respond and we obey the voice of the Lord and we ask the Lord and we believe that God is going to do some new things uh, in our, our lives. And of course, for the most part, I'm talking about spiritual uh, spiritual things, spiritual blessings uh, in in our lives, trusting him to do some new things. Amen? Amen. So I challenge you today, open up your heart and believe that God can begin on this first day of the new year and on this first Sunday of this revival that this could be a week that could kind of set the the precedent for the rest of the year. God doing some new things in your life. Amen. Now, no offense to those of you that like antiques, but I don't like antiques. I don't like them. I'm not interested in them. It's somebody else's old stuff. I don't want it. If I get something, I would much prefer, if I could afford it, I want something new. It's been a long time since I've had a new car, but I have some that are new. It's it's one that's new to me, Uh, but I do know this. That, uh, that they use that term today a lot a lot of people are into what they call retro now retro it just means stuff that 's old, stuff that 's old, and uh, they want to try to revive the old now no offense, I know some of you like older things, and that's your business, but I prefer the new, but when it comes to spiritual things i'm not uh, I 'm not saying that the old that has that God has done i 'm not Uh, minimizing the good things that he's done in our, our past but I just believe that God has some fresh new things he wants to do for us in this time amen I understand that the future is not all in our control there are things that happen that are out of our control but there are some things about our lives and about the decisions that we make every day that have an effect upon our future And those things, you can ask the Lord, Lord, help me to make some right decisions so that I'll be moving in the direction that would be your will for my life. Is it wrong to plan? Oh, no. It's a good thing to make plans for the year. It's a good thing to make spiritual plans for this year. This year, I am going to, and make your plans about your spiritual efforts and uh, as far as God's word and church attendance and ministry and serving and, and all that can be done uh, in the name of the Lord. You can purpose in your heart and, and obviously you can't control all the things that are going to happen uh, in this coming year, but what you can do is you can set your your goal and your mark for the future to please God And to do all that you can. So planning is a good thing. God has plans for us. I make reference to that verse there in Jeremiah a lot. Jeremiah 29 and 11. That God has plans for you. God has plans for 2023. God has some things that he wants to do in 2023 that will require that you and I cooperate with him. That we yield to his His will uh, for this coming year, that we allow Him to work in us the way that He desires to work in us. Amen. And I think one of the ways that you can determine to see the new year change is um, to look at your, this past year, and look at your, your life, your recent months, recent year, and look at ways that you can improve that how you can do better, how that you can make new commitments and new dedications to the Lord and make plans to please God. Jeremiah 29 11, I know the thoughts that I have toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Now that verse gives me assurance. That verse gives me confidence because I know That with all of my planning, and there's nothing wrong with making plans, but with all of my planning, God's plan supersedes anything that I could plan for and that God has a plan for me in this year, 2023, and for you, and that all of us corporately as a church, God has a plan, and I want to be in step with that plan. That gives me confidence. That gives me uh, a real peace and assurance to know that God has a plan, and it's my uh, uh, determination to find that purpose and get in step with the will of the Lord. Amen. Then he says, and then you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. You know, prayer is really just... Uh, Evidence of the fact that you are not self-sufficient but that you are leaning upon the Lord, you are trusting in the Lord. People that pray are people that are dependent upon God. And so this needs to be a year that we pray and we seek the Lord as an expression of our trust in God. Lord, I can't make it this week unless you strengthen me. I cannot do what you've called me to do unless you equip me and empower me To do it, prayer is our resource. In verse 13, it says, And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. That's the key word in that verse all. Are you willing to give him your all? Are you willing to make a real commitment to the Lord and to the purpose of God? You know, the Apostle Paul, he understood that uh, that he had made some real failures in his life. He understood all the things that he had done. He, he told Timothy, he said, I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy, and because I did it ignorantly and unbelief. And so, so when Paul says in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 12, not as though I, I, I had already attained Either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I am apprehended of Christ. The Apostle Paul was saying, I still have room to grow, I still have room for progress. That was the Apostle Paul. We would think of him as being this high level man of God with great spiritual insight. And obviously he was uh, the great uh, Apostle Paul. But he's saying here, I haven't attained it all yet. I I need to grow more. I I need to, to move forward. I need to progress. And all of us, we need to look to this new year. No matter what you've experienced, you need to look at yourself and ask the Lord, Lord, what areas of my life can I really... Move forward? Can I really progress and grow in the things of the Lord? You still have room for progress. Amen. There's more you can learn. There's more you can do. There's more areas of ministry that you could involve in. There's more areas of God's work that you can move forward in and progress in. And the Apostle Paul was saying, I realize I need to do that. He said, Brethren, I count not myself. To have apprehended but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind. Now there's the only one way really to look for the new. And that is to forsake the old. Turn your back on the past. And turn your back upon any failure, any, any weaknesses or anything of your life that... Uh, uh, that uh, and you you know they're holding you back and hindering you from making progress, uh, forgetting those things that are uh, behind. Every one of us, we have things in our life that we'd like to we'd like to forget ever happened, and uh, we want we want to put it in the past. You can't really move forward until you're willing to do that. And the Lord has already worked a wonderful gr- work of grace and mercy in your life uh, to forgive you of your sins and to blot out your sins and to give you a future and to give you a hope. Praise God for that. He said, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So there's several things in that familiar verse. First of all, there's focus. This one thing I do. If you're going to move forward, you're going to have to set your focus upon the things of God and set everything else aside. Focus upon the things of God. Get your mind upon the things of God. Focus upon what God is saying, on what He is doing and what, how He is leading your life. This one thing, something powerful about really focusing upon uh, um, uh, some one particular thing, when you really make that the focus of your life, especially your spiritual life, then you can move forward. This one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind. The text that we read from Isaiah for telling us to remember not the former things. He was speaking, Isaiah was speaking to a whole generation of uh, those from Jerusalem and Judah that had been taken into captivity and it was their warning. He, he had warned them and warned them and warned them about what was going to happen, that they were, going to be, they were going to face the consequences of their sin. And now they have. And now he's saying to them, you can put all of that in the past and understand that I am going to do a new thing. I'm going to rebuild. I'm going to restore. I'm going to do a new thing. And so it was a word of hope that was given to them in the midst of all of their mistakes and their failures. Remember not the former things. You know, we can't move forward unless we can get past the past. Amen. A lot of people are drugged down by offenses. People have hurt them or offended them or uh, done something to them and they can't get beyond it. They can't go forward because they are living in the past. They're living in that trouble. I've known of people twenty years, thirty years, and they're still carrying that offense in their life. It can't get beyond it because someone has mistreated them and done them wrong. You got to move forward. Remember, you're not the former things. Neither consider the things of old. Don't allow those things to control your life. Don't consider them. Don't. Don't dwell in the past. Uh, If you dwell in the past, it's going to rob you of the future and what God wants to do for your life. Uh, Many times the past haunts you and the enemy uses your past mistakes and failures to keep you from ever moving forward. How many times have you heard people say, well, I could never do that because, well, in my past this happened or that happened. I could never I can never move forward. It's all a a trick of the enemy, a lie of the enemy to keep you from moving forward into your future, the plan of God for your life. We need to believe God for some new things in this year, 2023, amen. Forget the things that are beyond, but, but press forward, the apostle Paul said. The word there literally means strain pressing forward straining for uh, that which is before you just putting all of your effort and in all of your uh, intentions uh toward the, the the plan of god and the purpose of god instead of allowing the past to rob you of what god has done and is doing in your life believing god for new things i believe god wants to do some new things this week of revival During these services this week, don't be robbed of the blessing of the Lord. Amen. Pour yourself into these services. Get here every possible, if you possibly can be here. Get here to these services. Get in these altars. And uh, uh, allow the Lord to deal with you and to speak to you through his word and by his spirit. All throughout this week, it should and could set the precedent for the entire year. Right. Amen. As we are moving forward in this revival effort. You know, a lot of churches don't do revivals anymore because people are so busy. I mean, people are running and busy and got this going and that going. and, and uh, uh, But we need, to, we need to catch our breath. And we need to take this week and allow this week to be a week uh, that we set aside uh, for a spiritual emphasis and a spiritual strength uh, that can come to us uh, as, as we are believing God for some new things in this year, 2023. Mm. Amen. Amen. So don't, don't miss out on what God has for the people of God and for the church uh, this week uh, during uh, revival. Amen psalm or isaiah 43 and 25 is the other verse that we read that says i even i am he that blotteth out thy transgressions blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins now that doesn't mean that god has a lapse in memory it just means that because of all that jesus has done to provide forgiveness and mercy for us that the weight of our sin is gone. The heaviness of our sin is gone. And we don't have to be weighed down. uh, That our sin has been rendered powerless because of the work of the cross and all that Jesus has done. And Isaiah is looking to the day uh, when uh, the the sins were going to be blotted out and transgressions were going to be removed. And when he says, I'll remember them no more... It just means that he's removing all the, the weightiness and the, the heaviness of your sin. And so you can be living in a newfound freedom because of what Christ has done for us. You can't dwell in the past if you're going to move forward. Amen. Amen. We've got to move forward by faith. You were forgiven. You were set free. And so since the Lord Jesus himself has forgiven you, you need to forgive yourself of your failures and of your sins. Forgive yourself and understand that God is the God that forgives and gives you a future. Praise God. Gives you a future. So you can live in that forgiveness. You can walk in that forgiveness. And your past does not have to weigh you down anymore, but you can move forward in the grace of God. Psalm 103, verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath He removed our transgressions from us. Amen. I don't know what uh, some of you may be dealing with, but it may be that in your life there have been failures that you cannot get past them. You cannot have a real victory over them. But please understand today that Jesus made a way for you to have a future and to have hope and uh, that you can move forward. And God's got some new wonderful things that He wants to do in your life and through your life in this next coming year. And He has removed your sins away. They're gone. They're forgiven. All your transgressions have been removed. Amen. If the Lord can forgive you, then you should forgive yourself. Amen. 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 He's forgiven you, so forgive yourself of your failures and move forward. Move on. Move forward in the grace of God and believe that God has good things for you. And so look for the new. Look for the new. He says, "Behold, Remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it? That's an interesting phrase. Shall ye not know it? And literally the phrase just means don't miss it. Don't miss it. Are you going to not recognize the the goodness of God when it comes? Are you not going to see it when it comes? Shall ye not know it? It's possible for the new things to come and for you to miss out on what God is wanting to do. Amen. Amen. I'm believing that the Lord is going to stir up the hearts of people. There's going to be some new ministries that are going to develop this year in 2023. There's going to be some new things that God is going to do in the hearts of people and stir up the hearts of people to see the possibilities of what can be done, what should be done, to reach uh, as many as we can uh, uh, for the glory of God, new things that God wants to do, new blessings, new insights, new new, uh, fresh things that God wants to bring to the church and to the people of God. We need to believe God for the new and understand that the past is the past and it's all under the blood and we need to move forward by the grace of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's possible to miss out on the new things, but we need to look for the new and when God opens up the opportunity and gives to you the the, uh, the blessing of some fresh new thing that He wants to do in your life, that you see it for what it is. God is a God of the new. Yeah. If any man is in Christ, him he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Yeah. Behold, all things are become new. Praise God for the newness that comes into our life. Uh, through the grace of God and the, the mercy of the Lord. And so you can walk in newness of life. And you can be uh, living in such a way as to enjoy uh, the blessing of all of these things that God wants to do in your life and through your life. Amen. Behold, I do all things new. Amen. We need to believe God for some new things this week of revival that God would speak to us, and that we would be paying attention to the voice of the Lord. Lord, I come uh, hungering and thirsting and desiring to hear your voice, and so Lord, speak some new and fresh things to my, to my life, something that I need to hear for this coming new year as we wait in the presence of the Lord. Amen. God wants to send a revival to our young people, to our children, to every family, every household, and pour his spirit out upon us with a new, fresh move of the spirit of God. Amen. Let's believe God for new this this week and in this year of 2023. Father, we thank you for the wonderful hope that we have. Lord, that, that you are at work in these last days. And Lord, even though that all around us there's trouble and calamity and and so much wickedness in our world, yet in the midst of all of that's going on in our world today, you still have something new and fresh that you want to do in our lives and in our world. So Lord, I just pray that you would stir up the hearts of your people with a desire for a fresh touch and for new insights and new vision And new ministry and new opportunities, Lord, that you give to us. And we thank you for that. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Why don't we stand together?